Welcome to Food Navigator USA Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to regulatory pressures to marketing strategies. For years, kale has reigned supreme as the go-to superfood for many Americans, thanks in part to its relatively low cost, nutrient density, broad accessibility, and the plethora of ways to enjoy it, from green smoothies to chips to raw salads and stir fries. But the leafy green may have finally met its match with moringa, a scrappy little tree that grows around the equator and is just as nutrient-dense and versatile as kale and is slowly but steadily infiltrating a wide variety of food and beverage categories. But simply meeting kale punch for punch on nutrition and availability likely isn't enough for Moringa to knock kale out of its top superfood status. God knows that plenty of other nutrient-dense veggies have tried and failed to become the next kale. But what gives Moringa an edge over kale and the other ingredients that have tried to take its crown is its backstory as a superfood with superpowers that could potentially save third worlds, or at least create a path for sustainable, stable incomes for workers and villages with few other options to earn a living wage. I got the full scoop on Moringa from Cooley Cooley and Me Moringa for Life, two young companies that are importing the ingredient to the U.S. and using it as a star ingredient in a variety of products. Lisa Curtis, who founded Cooley Cooley, was first attracted to Moringa for the nutritional benefits that give it its superfood status. Moringa is a leafy green tree, and it's actually the leaves that are the most nutrient-rich part. You don't often think of eating tree leaves, um, but it provides a complete plant protein, so all of your essential amino acids, a lot of calcium, iron, and vitamins. It's also very high in antioxidants. But just how much protein and potassium and other nutrients are we talking about? Lisa said gram for gram, Moringa has two times the protein of yogurt, four times the vitamin A of carrots, three times the potassium of bananas, four times the calcium of milk, and a whopping seven times the vitamin C of oranges. In fact, she noted that Moringa is so packed with nutrients that many cultures around the world use it for a number of medicinal purposes which is actually how she was introduced to the plant. I started working with it as a Peace Corps volunteer in Niger, West Africa. So I'm a vegetarian, I'm living off of bean, grapes, and millet, and was starting to feel like I was not getting enough nutrients, I think particularly protein and iron. Um, so a couple of people I was working with in my village pulled some moringa leaves off the tree, they mixed it into this peanut moringa snack um, that they call Kuli Kuli. Gave it to me. I started eating it. I was like, "Wow, this this is great! Like this makes me feel better. What is this stuff?" A little research and was like, "This plant is amazing. This should be everywhere." Lisa initially worked with the women in her village to grow and use more moringa locally, but when her stint in the Peace Corps ended, she wanted to continue her work with the women of her village and the plant. So she decided to introduce moringa to the U.S. At a time when few other small players were selling moringa in the U.S. on a small scale and primarily as powder. But Lisa knew that if Americans were going to embrace moringa, 
the ingredient really needed to be in a food that was convenient. We actually started experimenting with a bunch of different things. Um, so coming out of the Peace Corps, I didn't have money for like formal focus groups or anything. So spent a lot of time just in my own kitchen working with my co-founder. And um, we added it to hummus, we added bars, um, got friends and family together, kind of voted. Um, so I ended up deciding on bars, which is our first product line that we launched. And the whole idea is it's a salad in a bar. So you get your greens on the go, um, really simple, natural ingredients, um, nothing additive or, you know, cake in there. Um, and then that was in 2014 we launched that on the market. 2015 we launched our pear meringue powder. We weren't sure if people were going to know what to do with it, but um, it's actually one of our best-selling products. People love it for green smoothies or even stir fries when you don't have any kale or spinach in your fridge, you can just add some moringa. And then more recently, last year, we launched our energy shop. So one of the things we found is that a lot of people are looking for greens. If you look at their eyes of like green smoothies or green juices, we all know we should be eating more greens and vegetables, but we're not. Um, and in our busy lifestyle, trying to find more ways to get it on the go. And so that's really what our, our bars and our shots in particular are designed to do. Um, and so we've been trying to make Moringa easy, convenient, and accessible is how we think about it. In the short time since Cooley Cooley launched, several new companies and smaller brands offering Moringa-based products have started to emerge. This is a trend that Lisa says is great and she doesn't feel intimidated by because her company also has a strong social mission, which she believes resonates well with American consumers. And it's also this element that could be the secret to Kale's undoing. One of the things that makes us different is just the quality of the moringa that we source. So we work directly with our farmers. Um, we process everything within 30 minutes. So you're getting really fresh moringa. Um, it's not in its, you know, all raw process. So you get all the full nutrients. Um, and then we also have a social impact. We partner with women's co-ops, small farmers around the world to improve nutrition there and sell it here. Um, so it's a really amazing product. We've been actively partnering with our farmers to help them grow more trees, um, expand their operations. We've offered some zero-interest loans for them to get other certifications. So we helped our farmers in Ghana get organic certified. We're now working on our fair trade certification. Um, and so really partnering closely with our suppliers and working with them to help them scale as we scale. Lisa recently expanded her mission and her supply chain with a high-profile partnership that helped shine a light on not just Moringa's superfood status, but also in those superhero powers that I mentioned earlier. So we partnered with the Clinton Foundation and Whole Foods Market to develop a new supply chain in Haiti, um, and that was developed in, as a way to help reforest Haiti. Haiti suffers from a lot of deforestation and then help the farmers earn a sustainable livelihood by selling the leaves fast. Um, so that we launched with the, with our energy chef. So that's the ingredient behind them and um, you know, really exciting to be able to work with these farmers and help them earn a livelihood through those shot sales. So we have also started to supply to other companies and we found more and more companies are coming to us really interested in sourcing Moringa. Um, for most of the farmers we work with, we purchase pretty much everything they supply. Um, but we do say, you know, we have a, a right of first refusal, so if we can't purchase it, they're welcome to sell it on the market. But right now, we're, we're buying it all. <laughs> Another company that's proudly bringing high-quality Moringa to the U.S. 
and helping to employ Kenyans is Mi Moringa for Life. Company President Luis Antoinette explained how the company's strict quality control helps set up its product as something that's different from the competition. We produce uh, Moringa. We have a plantation in the eastern part of Kenya, about two hours from um, uh, Mombasa, right on the Indian Ocean, very far from any type of pollution. And as of today, the plantation has over a million trees. We are proud to say that we employ 400 plus people in the local community and we're engaged very heavily in the community. Uh, the product what we're proud of is not only we produce uh, Moringa, but we control everything from seed to finished product. So in, in the industry, as of today, when you hear about Moringa, there is many Moringa producers, Moringa traders, mm -hmm. And usually what you do, what you see is farmers uh, uh, take uh, branches, they dry them usually outside under the sun, then they make the powder outside. So these processes that are, they, there's no quality control per se. And when the large merchants gather these kinds of production, in order to bring it to the market correctly, uh, we hope that mostly them go through this steam process so they can kill bacteria, contamination, etc. In our case, because we do all the drawing and all the production of powder, capsules, tablets, etc. in-house, in laboratory-level environments, with controlled humidity, controlled temperature, and controlled contamination, if you see some of the pictures there, you'll know how the environment looks. It's like a hospital. I mean, it's spotless with people with masks. It's a very sophisticated um, uh, plantation, actually. It's probably, I can't say I know for sure, but most likely is the only one at this level, not only in Africa, but globally. I haven't seen at least a, a little bit of... I've been exposed to. I haven't seen anything at this level. The other thing that sets Me Moringa's products apart from the competitors is its brightly colored high-end packaging, as well as its full line of products that, when put together, sell an entire lifestyle. So currently, we have a line of Moringa products, which are 100% Moringa, which is a tea leaf Moringa, we have powder moringa, we have capsules, and tablets. This type of line is, um, is offered in three types of sizes, uh, all of them. And in addition to the 100% moringa product line, we also have a line of tea blends. These are formulas that we developed in-house. They are all formulas, and they, uh, they have a specific purpose for each uh, blend. All blends have a percentage of Moringa in them, depending on what they're for. So we do have 100% Moringa, then we have uh, different types of blends. One is called Power Me, Beauty Me, Skinny Me, etc. And in line, you basically are presenting a lifestyle. So someone who wants to go to the gym in the morning, he'll take his Moringa tea. After he exercises, he will take a different type of tea. When he goes to the spa, has a massage, he will take a different type of tea, and so on. So it's a lifestyle. Uh, again, everything is organic. Everything is verified not, not GMO and gluten-free, obviously. 
So we have a line of key blends with Moringa. We have a line of spices with Moringa. We have 100% Moringa products. Everything is offered in different sizes and quantities. In addition, we're in the process. The line will continue growing uh, with time. We already finalized our formulas on protein uh, with Moringa, protein drinks, powder, I should say, with Moringa. We are in the process of finalizing our shots with Moringa. We already finalized our formulas for cosmetics, but we didn't stop production. So all I'm saying is the brand is coming not just with one of our Moringa and with some Moringa. We are coming in with a line of products always based on Moringa because of its quality. Lisa also promises more innovation from Cooley Cooley in the fall and says the company's new water-soluble version of Moringa can take it into the functional beverage space in a new way. The creative investment by both of these brands is a sign that they are confident that demand for Moringa in the U.S. will continue to grow. We see, I think, you know, the same way 10 years ago, no one had really heard of quinoa. Eight years ago, nobody had heard of the yeast. Five years ago, chia was for pets. Um, that Moringa is going to start to become one of those superfoods that gets more of a household name and, you know, kale on its way out and Moringa's on its way in, hopefully. Um, so we, we really see it going into a variety of products, both through our own innovation and working with other manufacturers and helping them add the super nutrients and green into the, whatever they're making. Luis agreed, even though he was hesitant to put a number on the market's potential. I would be foolish to give you numbers in how many billions or trillions, right? It would be foolish for me to say, I can say this to you, I think the growth rate will be tremendous and the product that will start incorporating Moringa will be also amazing. I'll give you an example, um, I, we just thought of it today, like yesterday, I said, why not use Moringa for pet foods? You know, I mean, the quality is still there. We have to do some more studies on that. He acknowledges that for this full potential moringa in the U.S. to be realized, companies like his need to educate consumers aggressively. Yes, a few years ago, I remember, you know, nobody really was into green tea, right? And when you're young, uh, however, green tea, when it started showing up, after a while, green tea became a very big business and, and because of its qualities. Interestingly enough, green tea does have caffeine, Moringa does not. And Moringa is catching on, people are getting educated about it. Uh, it has some amazing qualities in Africa, for example. The Moringa tea, they've been used by the local people for years to purify water. They would take water from the stream that was not so clean, put in a pot with Moringa seeds, and the Moringa seeds, they will mix and mix and mix, and then they will suck the toxins and everything, and then the, the water will be a lot cleaner than before using the Moringa seed. So it's a matter of education and people realizing what it's all about, and then you'll see it, I think, growing. Uh, not only by us, but you'll see it as an industry. So for now, Moringa is in a bit of a wait-and-see period. But if its initial trajectory of growth in the U.S. is any indication, then Lisa easily could be right, and the ingredient could soon be a household word that not only rivals but outperforms kale. For Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, I'm Elizabeth Crawford. <laughs>